So I'm going to start off by sharing a couple stories about everyone's favorite topic right now, COVID. <laughs> so Kale and I are both fairly risk adverse. So we were very cautious when we started venturing out of the house after the pandemic began. When I was first venturing out again, months after the start of COVID, I had lunch with a friend. We took precautions, and I felt pretty good about one of my very first excursions. Two days later, she called me, very upset, and let me know that she had just tested positive for COVID. At the time, with what we knew of COVID, this meant I was potentially exposed. I remember her saying, I hope you can forgive me. Of course, I said, and I meant it. Because I had taken all the precautions I could, and so had she. I knew the risks involved when I agreed to lunch, and I had decided that it was worth the risk. I knew I wouldn't hold my own choice against her. Fortunately, I did not test positive in the coming days. Well, I had another COVID scare just a couple weeks ago. We had this lovely book reading here at Bering with all of our kids and parents. It was a great day, and I remember driving home so grateful for our time together, thinking of the last two summers when it was really hard to gather with our kids here. That evening, I came down with a migraine, which y'all have been here a while. Y'all know this is not unusual. I've had chronic migraines for 25 years. So I took my medicine and I went to bed. However, six hours later, I was still up and in pain. The meds weren't working, and this is very unusual. So I began to think about how some of my friends who had recently had COVID, their sole symptom was a headache. And so I immediately spiraled going, oh my goodness, what if this is COVID? And I just spent the morning with all of our bearing kids. I went through all of the worst case scenarios where everyone who was at the reading got COVID and then they came to church and then everybody here got COVID. And I was like, I will never forgive myself. I'm going to give the whole church COVID. So at 3 a.m., I woke Kale up from his sleep to help administer a COVID test which, by the way, was negative. So I took more medication, and it worked, and I went to sleep. And as I went, my migraine went away, so did all of my anxiety and my anger at myself and the potential da disaster that I had just avoided. I don't know about you, but I don't struggle with forgiving other people near as much as I struggle with forgiving myself. While I could forgive my friend in a heartbeat and truly mean it, I cannot imagine showing myself that same forgiveness and grace when I was in the exact same position. If my therapist or my spiritual director was sitting in this room today, they could tell you that forgiving myself has been the primary work of my spiritual life for the last seven or eight years. And unfortunately, it's the work of a lifetime, so I think that work is only beginning. As we've been talking about forgiveness for the last few months, we've talked about what forgiveness is. We've talked about personal forgiveness, forgiveness between me and God, between me and you. We've talked about communal forgiveness. But today, we're going to think about forgiving ourselves. In my world, and my guess is in yours, it's pretty obvious why Jesus said to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. 
and not do unto others as you would do to yourself. Because none of us here would likely want to be treated that way. Yet, until we do forgive ourselves, it's really hard to forgive others. But I think that learning how to forgive someone starts with learning how to forgive ourselves. When we begin to forgive others, we have to understand what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not, just like we've been talking about. When we begin to forgive ourselves, we also need to understand those same things and apply them to ourselves. So, when we're forgiving ourselves, forgiveness is not saying it wasn't wrong. Maybe the reason we won't forgive ourselves is that we know what we did was wrong. Yes, it was bad. But we still need to forgive ourselves. When you genuinely forgive yourself, you won't be saying it wasn't wrong. Forgiveness is not pretending it didn't happen. We may want to forgive ourselves, sorry, we may want to forgive others because we think we're letting them get away with it. And the same may be true with forgiving ourselves. I know I deserve punishment for what I did, but I hang on to these awful feelings resulting from what I've done because I don't think I should get away with it that easily. But forgiveness is not ignoring sin. It's dealing with my sin in love. And forgiveness is not forgetting. We can't forget what we've done. And honestly, we may never forget. But we still need to forgive ourselves. And on the flip side, forgiving ourselves is releasing our right to retaliate. The Bible says, don't repay evil for evil. And Jesus taught, you have heard it said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you to love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Well, guess what? That verse applies to ourselves as well. You did something evil? Okay. But you have to stop thinking evil thoughts about yourself because of it. We are called to not repay evil for evil, and that begins with ourselves. Forgiveness is releasing our hope for a better past. We can wish all we want that things could be different and run through a thousand scenarios that could have happened, but this is fruitless. The truth is, we can't change the past. And if we hold on to it, it can hurt our future. I once heard someone say, when we forgive ourselves, it doesn't change our past, but it can change our path. God does not ask us to beat ourselves up. God says, you've beaten yourself up enough. God wants us to move on and offer us the gift of a better future through the gift of forgiveness. If we choose to say, I know God has forgiven me, but I can't forgive myself. Not only are we choosing to stay stuck in the past, but we're choosing to refuse the gift of a better future. Forgiveness releases the power of Jesus in our lives. God is asking us to forgive ourselves. God knows it's not easy, but God comes alongside us and empowers us to do what we need to do. And the gift that God offers is that this empowering comes through a cost that we are not asked to pay. 
forgiveness always involves a cost. And when it comes to forgiving ourselves, the cost is often knowing that we hurt another person. Perhaps forgiving ourselves is more difficult than forgiving others because we feel the cost of that as we carry it. There are different things that we can't forgive ourselves for. I can think of several silly things from my childhood that I really should be over by now, like that time I messed up my kindergarten teacher's eraser because I thought it was my own. Even as a 35-year-old, I can still remember the shame I felt in that moment. But as we get older, we know the hurts are worse and deeper. There is the sin that we choose, the things that pull us away from being like God and seeking the things that God desires for us. We hurt people. We walk away. We rebel. We choose our priorities poorly, and we don't honor the covenants and commitments that we've made. We put ourselves in spaces where we can't forget what we saw or what we did. We make choices that hurt someone as a direct result of our actions and our decisions. And that sometimes those hurts happen even when we have good intentions. As a minister and as a Christian, it kills me to know that I have and I will hurt people. It's happened before and it'll happen again. And no matter what steps I take to resolve that and to seek forgiveness, that burden is heavy. There are people who are carrying around pain and no matter my original intention, it's a direct result of my actions and my words. So we may feel like we can't forgive ourselves for the hurt that was done to someone else because we aren't the only ones bearing it. And when we need forgiveness ourselves, when it's our own sin, we're aware of that cost. Sometimes we make ourselves pay as we feel miserable or even hate ourselves. But what we have forgotten in those moments is that God has already forgiven that sin. Someone outside of ourselves has already taken the penalty and the guilt of what we've done. Jesus has already paid the cost when he gave his own life so that we could be made holy and be one in relationship with God. And that is why forgiving ourselves is an act of not only needing Jesus, but of accepting Jesus' love for something that we don't deserve. Because of what Jesus did, God forgives us. And because God forgives us, we can forgive ourselves. The price has already been paid. God tells us in Romans 8, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The good news is that you and I are free from having to bear the guilt of what we've done. But this just leads me to so many more questions, far more than I have answers to. How do we forgive ourselves in that space? How do I forgive and extend grace to my younger self, who was just doing the best that she could with what she had? How do we trust God in these spaces? After, what, after we do what we can to reconcile and to ask for forgiveness and release that hurt and sin, how do we give it up to God and trust that God alone will bring healing? 
Well, we have a few options. We could live in denial. Sometimes the truth is a reality that we can't handle, so we choose to live in denial. We live in a fantasy world because we can't forgive ourselves, so we pretend that it didn't happen. We can hold on to the hurt. We can carry the hurt and the sin and hold tight, but it will become heavy. It will fester. It will begin to affect us because we aren't confronting the fears and lies that are feeding our inability to forgive ourselves. Or we can learn to forgive ourselves. When I forgive you, it is easier because I can acknowledge that you're human and we all make mistakes. But when I forgive myself, it's often not that easy. Forgiving others is hard because it means we have to confront Sorry, forgiving ourselves is hard because it means we have to confront the darkest parts of ourselves, our motivations and fears, the lies that we believe, the broken and hurt and grieving parts that we sometimes just want to ignore, the voices that whisper that we believe, the ones that say we don't matter, that we're unlovable, that we're not good enough that we aren't special or we can't make a difference, that maybe we deserve this. I think that the path to forgiving ourselves requires that we confront those fears and those false messages that we tell ourselves. We will never truly experience self-forgiveness if we are choosing fear and lies over truth. Because the truth will set us free. And we know the truth, that God created every one of us in God's own image. That after we were formed, the very breath of God was breathed into us, forever a part of who we are. That is the story of humanity, of each one of us. We are God-bearers. And as we follow the example of Jesus and choose to seek God and to know God, we are formed more each day in the image of God. Our hearts and our, our minds align with God just a little bit more, allowing us to experience and to know and to see God in this world around us. It's the gift of relationship. And God knowing our sin and our humanity and our waywardness, continually offers us that relationship. God became human in Jesus and walked among us, dealing with difficulty and sin and the hurt of humanity because God's love was so deep that God secured a way for us to be with God always at the cost of God's self. And in this gospel, in this good news, there's no room for fear and lies. I cannot fully live into my identity as the beloved and chosen child of God and not be willing to forgive myself because I deserve it or I wasn't good enough or I don't matter. The good news is that we can confront and work through these things holding us back. And I call it work because it is. It's hard work, and it is long work. And sometimes it feels like the work will never end. 
So when you're in the middle of the work of forgiving yourself and it feels impossible, give yourself some grace because we can choose to let go of things, not forgetting, but moving forward and forgiving ourselves and allow what we learn to change us and discern our path going forward. So yes, you've screwed up. Welcome to the club. We're all there. We sinned, but it doesn't define us. God does not assign us value based on the good that we've done. And in the same way, we are not worthless because of what we've done. We are defined by God's love. And when we choose to forgive ourselves, we allow our evil to be overcome by God's love. We accept the gift of moving forward in life in love. The good news is that we have been created in God's own image. We live in love, but we mess up. And when we mess up, we can choose to live into that grace and love and the forgiveness that God gives us. As we forgive ourselves, we shift our focus to who God is and who God has made us to be, that we may become more like God. Not perfection, but growth, one step at a time. We experience shalom and share it with the world around us. I want to close with this blessing. It's entitled The Hardest Blessing by Jan Richardson from her book, The Cure for Sorrow. So wherever you find yourself today, hear this blessing over you. If we cannot lay aside the wound, let us say it will not always bind us. Let us say the damage will not eternally determine our path. Let us say the line of our life will not always travel along the places that we are torn. Let us say that forgiveness can take some practice, can take some patience, can take a long and struggling time. Let us say that to offer the hardest blessing, we will need the deepest grace, that to forgive the sharpest pain, we will need the fiercest love, that to release the ancient ache, we will need new strength for every day. Let us say that the wound will not be our final home, that through it runs a road, a way we would not have chosen, but on which we will finally see forgiveness, so long practiced, coming towards us, shining with the joy so well deserved. Amen.